You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the Speeds and Spittin' Statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic on the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet, Dane Martinez. Statistician, aka the stable genius and vocal minority, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle. We're here on the Fantasy Sports Network, of course. Mad ways you could hear the Fantasy Freestyle. Remember, the best way to do it is to download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or Audio Boom, whatever the case may be. And you could also catch me on Tuesdays. Inside Studio 34, catch that on the video as well, you know, if you want to see spitting Speeds. But we got a good show for you here towards the end of the week. We're doing two-sport duty, okay? It's like we're Deion Sanders. It's like we're Brian Jordan, okay? Because we're we're doing a little football and we're doing a little bit of baseball. When we go to football, of course, we got to give you the news and notes. There was one, in my opinion, surprise franchise tag that happened, okay? Not necessarily that he was franchise tagged, but that he was tagged so quick. And I'm going to tell you what I think that means for a wide receiver down south. I'm also going to highlight some of the top injuries you need to consider, um, in the offseason, whether that's about your favorite team. These are the biggest people that I think need to bounce back or have the greatest potential to impact their teams coming back. We're going to discuss that, um, injuries to monitor in this offseason. And to be quite honest, what we're going to see is what some of these teams do in response in free agency and the draft based on some of these injuries. And that, in fact, is our poll question. Remember, you could always holler at me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter when we put up poll questions because the hashtag StatsOverBeatsCypher is an integral part of the fantasy freestyle we got the poll question up what i want to know is which of these injured nfl players return is the most important for their team is it carson wentz in philadelphia the quarterback of the super bowl winning champion philadelphia eagles is it odell beckham jr he's coming back from the new york football giants maybe to help out will it be eli will it be a rookie we'll still see about that Is it in Houston with the Texans? It's a combo with Deshaun Watson, the quarterback that was on the rise before tearing his ACL in the middle of the season, and J.J. Watt. You know, this is a multiple-time defensive player of the year coming back. Is he now injury-prone? Is that the biggest return for a team, or is it Andrew Luck in Indianapolis? Listen, he missed all of last season. A lot of controversy with how the Indianapolis Colts handled the injury and communicated to their fans about the injury maybe I told you maybe Josh McDaniel saw the MRI on Andrew Luck's shoulder and was like nah I'm gonna stay here in New England but we're gonna get into that and other injuries that you need to look for in Major League Baseball though here's what we're gonna do on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle what we're gonna do is we are going to start our AL Central preview okay we got some big boys in there a lot of people like the Cleveland Indians in that division and I am no different we'll start our AL Central division preview on this episode of the fantasy freestyle and listen as the olympics come to a close you know we got to talk about that 
for a little bit as we put the fun in functional sports radio. We'll do that towards the end of the show as well. Check me out on the poll on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds. Thanks for checking it out right here, Fantasy Freestyle. Let's get into it right now. We start in the NFL news and notes. First thing, I think this is very interesting. Alshon Jeffrey, okay, had surgery on his rotator cuff this week. I think this is very impressive on a number of levels. One, if you remember Alshon Jeffrey in the Super Bowl, he made a couple of big plays, including a touchdown where he went up and got it and then landed hard on a shoulder. So this is interesting because Alshon is also someone who has had the injury-prone label. He's had soft tissue injury after soft tissue injury, and he was that was the reason you really could not rely on him so completely when he was with the Chicago Bears. I was on Alshon Jeffrey. I called him a fugazi a number of times, okay? But listen, he, if he had this for a long chunk of the season, which is now what Philadelphia is saying, then I must give him his props, okay? Because he was playing with that and maybe shed that injury injury-prone label. I call it the Kia, you know, my neck, my back. But I'll tell you the other thing. Remember, when he was the Chicago Bears, he sat this time on a Super Bowl run with the Philadelphia Eagles. It's like winning is pretty powerful to make you want to uh, grind and grit through it. They are saying, though, he's going to miss six months, so that could be some of training camp. Remember, he may still need to build a little bit of chemistry with Nick Foles if Nick Foles is going to be the starter there for the, maybe the beginning of the season before Carson Wentz comes back, bringing it back to the injury and returns from injury, like I said, in the poll question. Also, check this out. There is news that I think is interesting this week in the Denver quarterback room, okay? People are saying... And I've talked about this guy. He was a deep diamond in the rough. He was a deep stash for me. He continues to be. If you listen to your boy Spees, the spitting statistician, towards the end of the season, I said a, a stash in a dynasty league could be Denver quarterback Chad Kelly. Now, watch. There's a little bit of buzz coming about Chad Kelly right now out there in Denver. This is a kid who went to college down in Ole Miss. He beat Alabama a couple of years ago. Okay, But the thing is, he had some off-field issues. Yes, he is in the uh, Jim Kelly family. Family, okay, he had some off-field issues, but the skill is there. This is a gunslinger kid with a powerful arm, took all last year off, and he, to be honest, skill-wise, he may be the best quarterback on the roster for them to try to develop moving forward. We're hearing out of Denver that uh, Trevor Simeon may be on the trade block. We're hearing that Paxton Lynch, you know, is not really developed. I think... And I've said this before. I think a great fit for Denver will be a quarterback I expect to keep him moving this offseason, and that's Tyrod Taylor. What a fit T-Mobile Tyrod Taylor would be in Denver in Speeds' opinion because Tyrod, remember, has the lowest interception rate of any quarterback all time, you know, with a qualified number of uh, attempts, right? So imagine you pair that right now in this window when you have a Super Bowl defense. You put him out there, add some, you know, dynamic on the outside. You have Demarius Thomas, you still have Manny Sanders. Then you combine that with that defense. I think you got a shot then in the AFC West if you're the Denver Broncos. I like Tyrod, and I think if they did something like that, had Tyrod, then you just keep Chad Kelly as a developmental product, and you cut ties with Simeon and Lynch. Watch the Denver quarterback room. That's uh, something that's coming out this week in the NFL before like the end of the league year. And last week on the freestyle, 
I talked to you about the franchise tag, and I talked about how there were different versions of it. Well, right away, the Miami Dolphins franchise tag, Jarvis Landry, their Pro Bowl wide receiver, they give him the non-exclusive tag, but here's the thing. As I broke down in a previous episode of Fantasy Freestyle, if you're going to assign someone to an offer sheet with this non-exclusive tag, you're going to then have to give up two first-round picks. Nobody has given up two first-round picks for Jarvis Landry, okay? So this is, in essence, the franchise tag, and this is, like, for Landry, this is awesome. I mean, he goes from what was going to be the last year of his rookie deal making $800,000 or thereabouts this year, right? He now goes to, like I said, the average of the top three wide receiver salaries in the NFL, which is right around $15, 16000000 million. He's going to be third in the NFL making money this year on a one-year deal behind only Antonio Brown and Dez Bryant. But here's the catch. I've been saying all year long that I don't think the Dolphins are enamored with Jarvis Landry. I think they want to let him go, right? And so if they were going to not franchise him and let Landry hit the open market, someone just signs him as a free agent, right? What they now can do, because with the franchise tag, they have him on a one-year deal for 16, what they do is they allow the window to stay open for Miami to potentially trade him. And your boy Speeds the spitting statistician. This is a shot called. I think Miami tagged Jarvis Landry so quickly also. They did it right the first day, right away when they could. Okay? It's not they didn't even want to let him explore. They didn't want to negotiate. They're just tagging him because I think he is now an asset to trade. Those are some things that are coming out of news and notes in the NFL this week that your boy Speeds has to give you. I told you though, at the top of the show. And big shout out, big shout out to the stats overbeat cipher because we got people, they still want to talk. NFL, right? They still want to talk NFL during the, you know, during what many people think is the offseason. But I think this is a very interesting time of the year as well, okay? What you have here is things like the business of it, the franchise tag. You have cuts that are happening, right? And what this is doing is getting their team to to know what they have as resources because then the league year is going to start in the beginning of March. You're going to have owners meetings. You're going to have free agency. That's when you have the draft combine as well. They get to evaluate the newcomer, you know, the rookie class. Then they decide how to spend money on free agency. Then they have the draft. I think the next couple of months is a very interesting piece of the football season, especially for fantasy football players, okay? Because this is where you're going to see, like I've said before, you know, you can get a free agent like like Trey Burton, for example, the tight end from the world champion Philadelphia Eagles. He is going to be a free agent, and instead of being Zach, it hurts when IP's backup. He's going to be a front-line tight end next year and valuable. So if you can get, you know, you luck, luck into that as a dynasty or a stash asset if you got some of these year-long leagues where you could trade people in the middle of the year. But one of the things to consider is who's coming back, what major players are coming back from injury and can really change situations. So that's what we're going to get into here on the Fantasy Freestyle as well. Listen, I got, I have a number of situations here. This is really in no particular order. I guess the top four are the ones that we talked about here at the top of the poll. But I have some other ones for you, okay? So to recap, obviously, Carson Wentz, right? Tears his ACL, tears his LCL. I got to tell you what, your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, he once tore his ACL and LCL in a freak accident in a playground in the Bronx. More on that if you slide into my DMs. But, um... Listen, Wentz is not coming back at the very beginning of the season. Wentz is going to miss time. 
and Wentz is going to have to work his way into shape, okay? And this is, more importantly, this is the reason you keep Nick Foles. A lot of people are talking about, oh, you got to trade Nick Foles now when his stock is high after, you know, MVP of the Super Bowl and whatnot. No, because you don't know how long it's going to take Carson Wentz to come back. You need Nick Foles in this offense. You need Nick Foles there at all of OTAs, building, you know, working it out with Ertz, working it out with Aguilar, you know, it won't be apparently with Alshon Jeffrey, but still, because you don't know when Wentz is coming back, okay? You let Foles go 3-2 and two with this team going into October, okay? But when Wentz comes back, because Wentz is going to miss some time, but I think he's definitely the starter when he comes back, right? So, interesting, he'll have some depressed value late in drafts. Also, Andrew Luck, we talked about it. I Listen... I, I'm staying far away from Andrew Luck. Does he need more surgery on his shoulder? They're saying now he's making strides, throwing weighted balls. I don't know about that. I truly believe that Josh McDaniels saw the health report on Andrew Luck, and, and that was part of why he was like, nah, 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 chill. Okay, I could see Andrew Luck. And I, and I also think there's animosity here between the way um, Jim Irsay talked about it. They just told their fans that he'll be fine, he'll be back, and then he misses the whole the whole season. I, I think they could have had why they put him behind this offensive line that got him killed in the first place. Why they have him play with this shoulder injury for about a year in the 2015 season. I think Luck might be... I don't think... I don't know if Luck ever plays for the Indianapolis Colts. Again, you know what I'm saying? I can see him sitting out this next year and then bouncing back and like demanding a trade or something like that, forcing his way out, you know, and want to play in like... Because he's only, you know, in his, entering his mid-20s. Imagine that if he never plays for the Colts again, but from like 2019 to 2030, he becomes like a Hall of Fame quarterback for, you know, I don't know, yeah, the Arizona Cardinals or the Los Angeles Chargers, something crazy like that. Um, so that, that's a very important injury to watch, right? Because Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett proved that he is a capable, you know, he is one of the 35 best quarterbacks in the on the planet so you know very interesting to see what happens there with the new head coach Frank Reich third like I mentioned is Deshaun Watson towards ACL but here's the thing like can he continue that meteoric rise of sustained high play that he had right out the gate usually with rookies there's this thing where the league adjusts to you and then you have to make the adjustment back he didn't have to go through that in his rookie season we just see this supernova you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm a, I might be down on Deshaun Watson recovering from the ACL, and, and, and they got some tape on him now. I Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I think Deshaun Watson is going to be the most overvalued quarterback in drafts in 2018. I am worried about Deshaun Watson coming back from the ACL. And, like, listen, this was only, like, five games or seven games that he played really, really well. I think him and, like, Jimmy Garoppolo are going to be the two top overdrafted guys. And J.J. Watt also with that pectoral muscle. He should be back, but here's the thing now. This has now been a couple of years in a row. Is he now injury-prone? You know, but so so definitely Houston situational watch. I talked about Odell Beckham, broken ankle. I say the Giants need to trade Odell Beckham. You heard me. I say the Giants need to trade Odell Beckham because I don't want to see him be a diva for whoever this rookie quarterback is. Let's say they get Josh Rosen, number two, overall. You know, let's say they go and get Sam Darnold, number two, overall, even though I actually think they're going to bring Eli back and maybe go with a little Saquon Barkley at number two overall. But, hey, we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get towards draft season, right? But I don't want this dynamic. You know, remember Eli Manning when he was coming up with Jeremy Shockey, Tiki Barber? I don't want this. I, this broke. He's going to come back from a broken angle. He wants this this contract. I, th- I, I think you move on from Odell Beckham. I know there's your, there's your lukewarm take for the day. But, listen, what we're going to do is I'm going to take a break. 
What we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break. And I told you those are the four, you know, those are the four big ones that are in the poll. But I have four other ones that I think are almost as interesting. Okay, so what, what I want to do is I want to check the poll. We're gonna check in on the poll, um, see which which you guys think are the most important of those guys. But I got I got four other situations that I find very very interesting that we're gonna talk about on the other side of this break for the fantasy freestyle. I also got to tell you as always if you're part of the Stats Over Beat Cipher and you listen or watch the fantasy freestyle because listen we got these radio shows, these video podcasts, these podcasts. We're trying to hit all all that all the all the uh, formats for the millenniums. For the millennials, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I got to tell everybody, and if you watch Stats Over Beats, if you listen to Stats Over Beats, you know about uh, Fantasy Factor. Check it out, fantasyfactor.com. You got to go there. Fantasy Factor is the perfect daily fantasy site for the casual recreational player. There are flatter prize pools, smaller fields, single entry contests. I love the single entry contests, okay? Because instead of facing these people with their algorithms and 100 lineups in there really distorting the field, you can get in there. And also, Fantasy Factor, they run NHL and NBA free rolls every week it is a free entry okay all you got to do is sign up and enter check out my people over there at www.fantasyfactor.com tell them your boy speeds the spitting statistician sent you when we come back on the other side of the break here on the stats over beat cypher with fantasy freestyle i'm going to tell you about four other injuries that i really think you need to monitor in the NFL this offseason with big impacts for their teams on the comeback and then we're going to get into my al central uh, double duty here to support on Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speed Fit Statistician. We'll be right back after this on the Fantasy Sports Network. Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com slash box today. How's it going in there? Five more minutes. Okay, let's play a game. Two truths, one lie. We're not going to be late to the party. In the time you've taken to get ready, you could have been on your way to saving a life. And I'm wearing that tie you hate. We're not going to be late. We're 10 minutes away. You wouldn't dare wear that tie. And I can't save a life. I'm not a firefighter. Actually, I swabbed my cheeks last week. It takes less than a minute to get your cheek swabs. Register at DKMS.org and you can be a superhero by helping someone out. Since 1995, Real-Time Fantasy Sports has been the most trusted site in the fantasy industry. Home to an award-winning commissioner service and endless money leagues offered at a variety of formats and skill levels, RTSports.com is the only destination for the fantasy player who wants it all. Plus, RT Sports offers the most reliable and quickest payouts for any level of fantasy player. Do you like trades? Well, yeah. Do you hate trades? Yeah, sure. Want a league for just three weeks? No problem. RTSports.com offers it all. And to ease the gameplay for all kinds of players, we're optimized for desktop, phone, or your tablet, making it simple to play wherever, whenever. Ready to get started? Head to RTSports.com slash lobby to check out all the games we have to offer and sign up to play today. RTSports.com. Everything a fantasy player could ever want under one award-winning roof. 
Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. I put up on the poll question, but Carson Wentz, Andrew Luck, Odell Beckham, these are all huge stars that, you know, got injured or missed the entire year last year. And then in Houston, I comboed Deshaun Watson along with J.J. Watt when you lose, uh, you know, potential all, uh, you know, pro bowler on both sides of the ball, defensive player of the year, you know, that warrants in the conversation. But listen, I got a couple other ones that I think I kind of think are just as important. You really need to monitor um, that may be on a second tier. Check this out. For example, um, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill coming back for the Miami Dolphins, right? You know, he tore his ACL. And they, they got to figure out what's going on with Ryan Tannehill. He should be ready, okay? They, they, but here's the thing. Like I said before at the top of the show, I think that the Dolphins still may look to move Jarvis Landry. I think that franchise tag could be the prelude to a trade. Okay, um, Miami has a subpar offensive line. You have a quarterback now on a coming back from an ACL, limiting what was, you know, slightly above average mobility, to be quite honest. Right. But I don't know that I like Ryan Tannehill. I don't know that I like the Miami Dolphins offense. They're going to ride with Kenyon Drake. And like he showed off, he showed out towards the end of the season for a bit. But am I really going to trust him to be a top 10 running back? Do I really believe that maybe without Jarvis Landry? I, you know, subpar offensive line. I don't, I don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. And the thing is, the Dolphins need to make their decision about Ryan Tannehill. They need to make their decision about Ryan Tannehill, you know, this year. And I think the deck is stacked, unfortunately, against Ryan Tannehill. I don't buy it. He, for me, Ryan Tannehill's an injury. Fugazi, you know what he means. You got to forget about him. Here's another one that I think is interesting, though, that I am on. Don't forget, you know, we talk about the Minnesota Vikings and how close they came. You know what I mean? You talk about that quarterback situation with Keenum or Bradford or Bridgewater. You love what they have on the outside, maybe even enough to lure Kirk Cousins when you talk about Adam. I got a feeling. And Stefan, can you dig it? But don't forget, they got the chef coming back in the backfield, Dalvin Cook. And this guy, you know, don't get lost in the, in the Kareem Hunt, in the Alvin Kamara, in the Leonard Fournette. Dalvin Cook 
was just as impressive, if not more, than all of these cats. And he's coming back to that offense that, you know, they have to respect Thielen and Diggs on the outside. They may be able to spend some money, grab a Kirk Cousins, and, and, and have a stocked offense. You know with that defense, I think, listen, I think without the pressure of having to potentially host the Super Bowl, the Minnesota Vikings are in the conversation for, in my opinion, the NFC favorites. You know, you got to have Philly. I like New Orleans as well. You know, you got to think about these teams out west. Can the Rams evolve? You know, will you get a bounce back from a team like Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers? But Minnesota is in the mix, and they are getting what looked like a dynamic running back to add. They're probably going to lose Jarek McKinnon in free agency as well. Dalvin Cook is a very important return from injury candidate, maybe maybe in the top five with these guys in the poll. Okay, so I talked about Dalvin Cook. Talk about Ryan Tannehill. Listen, we go back to Philadelphia. We talk about Carson Wentz, but he was not the only uh, pro bowler, you know, kind of, or MVP or candidate, you know, that lost. Don't forget about left tackle Jason Peters. He tore his ACL and his MCL. The Philadelphia Eagles have one of the best offensive lines in all of football. That was a strength. I've been talking about the strength of the O-line in Philly literally for years. When last year, I was talking about how when Lane Johnson was suspended for 10 games, what that meant for Carson Wentz's development. Now you have Peters on the left uh, the left tackle side, the other bookend, coming back from an ACL. And Jason Peters is a pro bowler. Jason Peters is something like an eight- or nine-time pro bowler. This is important to keep offensive line as a strength in Philadelphia. You saw what it did. It, it, it rendered almost the MVP potential quarterback, Carson Wentz, almost useless. Some would say with Nick Foles being able to be behind a good offensive line. This is a strength of this team. Jason Peters is a strength of this line. You need to think about what Jason Peters is going to do. And the last the last um, injury to return is another combo for you. I go up to the Pacific Northwest, and you look at the Legion of Boom. Richard Sherman tore his Achilles. Cam Chancellor has a neck injury. Cam Chancellor, there is, there's question marks about if Cam Chancellor will play football again. Pete Carroll said he, he's not sure about that. Okay, I think I think we could be seeing, and this is, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, this is going to be a narrative I'm saying for a while, shot called by your boy Speed spitting that decision. We, we are seeing, this is the end, in my opinion, of the Seattle Seahawks. The end of the Seattle Seahawks. The end of that defense being dominant. Because think about this, this, this Legion of Boom. Sherman coming back from an Achilles, that's very hard to do. Cam Chancellor may, you know, be a shell of his former self. Earl Thomas wants to leave. Remember, there's been talk about Earl Thomas going to Dallas, telling the coaches there, um, going back and forth with Bobby Wagner, you know, uh, the Bennett contract. I mean, this defense, if this defense takes a precipitous drop, which is very possible, just with the Legion of Boom stuff in the back, then what do you have? You have Russell Wilson running around behind an offensive line that can't protect him, no running game, a regressing Doug Baldwin, and Jimmy Jimmy Graham, who's probably going to leave in free agency. Tell me why the Seattle Seahawks can all of a sudden take this division from the Los Angeles Rams, who are on the ascend, or the San Francisco 49ers, who, are, who may be ascending with our boy Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy GQ. So I watched the Legion of Boom, because they, they, they may turn this over a little bit in Seattle. So, yeah, we talk about Odell Beckham, and we talk about Deshaun Watson, J.J. Watt, Andrew Luck, Carson Wentz, but don't get it twisted. Dalvin Cook, huge injury return. Offensive line in Philly. Legion of Boom could be the end of a of an elite team that won Super Bowls, could have won others.
All right, and watch out what happens in Miami as well. But you know what it is. Here's what we're gonna do. What we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears. I told you I'm gonna cover two sports today here at least. We cover more than two sports, but you know we're gonna go in depth. We're gonna get it in. Uh, with a little Major League Baseball as well. So what we're going to do is switch gears. And I told you, we're going to get into this AL Central preview. Okay, but first, check this out. Remember I talked about how at the beginning of the uh, spring training, there were still so many people, like 60, 70 people without Major League Baseball contracts. Now we're going to see what's starting to happen. Okay? Um, we're going to start seeing people signing, veterans signing for less money than they thought. Okay, and we've seen a couple of them. Just in the last week, the Rays have signed Carlos Gomez. The Orioles have signed Colby Rasmus. Marlins signed Cameron Maben. Listen, is Jeter getting soft? Jeter, um, you know, is trading everybody away. He's taking on a big $3.25 million for Cameron Maben. But these are the kind of deals you're going to start seeing as spring training opens around. And we are actually we're going to be seeing spring training games. Whew. So let's get into it. Um, when we talk about the um, AL Central, we're going to start it off today. We'll finish it off um, on the early week episode next week on the Fantasy Freestyle when your boy Speeds is back live from Rockin' Riley's in Studio 34. You know, you can check that out on all the uh, video streaming that we do on the Fantasy Sports Network. Talking about uh, Twitter and YouTube and Periscope and on Facebook. All right, so many ways to see us inside Studio 34. Come on by. Uh, you know, we'll get you a drink over there at Rockin' Riley's. It'll be popping off. But as we talk about the AL Central, the first character I want to talk about in the AL Central that I think is real pivotal is uh, Miguel Sano. Miguel Sano, there's reports that he uh, had a little extra junk in his trunk that maybe he put on some weight as he reported to training, uh, not training camp, but, you know, spring training. And listen, he's recovering from shin surgery, right? So you got to figure up he's, figure he's laid up for a lot of the winter. And, you know, you get that hibernation weight. You know, shit happens to the best of us. So... And he was laid up. So, he, you know, the other thing with Sano is he's got this uh, suspension looming over him for domestic violence. They don't know if it's going to be – it could be 20 games. It could be 50 games. It could be 30 games. Remember, think about guys like Jose Reyes. Think about Aroldis Chapman. So there's a range here. Okay, but, you know, he's going to miss some time. Hopefully he gets back into shape in that time. But I think this could be – that could be a, a linchpin for the AL Central. But let's get into this. The way I'm going to do it is I'm going to talk about offenses now. We'll do the arms. Uh – a little bit early early next week but these offensive scare ranks like we did it for the AL West for the AL for the AL Central for me on the bottom for me on the bottom is the Kansas City Royals Kansas City Royals they lose Eric Hosmer they lose Lorenzo Cain to the Brewers right like they have no real offense okay they have absolutely no offense we're talking about what Whit Merrifield at the top of the lineup are you excited about that? They're not going to score a lot of runs in Kansas City. So in this division, they are my fifth best offense. They're fifth on the scare index. You know, one interesting thing might be uh, Raul Mondesi Jr. See if the kid comes up this year. What will they do with him? And, you know, for some of us, that makes us feel real old, right? Raul Mondesi Jr. You got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. out there. But I think, listen, this offense is going to be anchored by who? You know, I said Merrifield, you know, um, you know, Gordon. Is that is that really what it's going to be? Alex Gordon? Alex Gordon hit like 208 last year. Okay, he's going to be in the middle of the lineup. What are we talking about? Uh, Jorge Soler, who had a lot of hype with him in the Cubs, but I don't think, you know, he still lacks discipline at the plate. Salvador Perez. These are not guys that carry offense. This is going to be one of the worst offenses in the American League, in my opinion. They're my fifth on the uh, AL Central scare offensive ranks. Okay, fourth for me. Fourth me is the Chicago White Sox. Listen, they have some things. It's it's. I was gonna say, almost say Bobby Abreu. It's uh, Jose Abreu. 
Um, and by the way, yo, back in the day, big shout out to my man, uh, Fearless Joe out there on Twitter. Um, back in the day, we had those tickets, Section 21. We used to do the cheer for Bobby Abreu. We go boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say Abreu, Abreu. That still works for all the Abreus out there. But here, this is Jose Abreu and, and the kids. And I don't get me wrong, I like the kids. Uh, Yuan Mankata, I think, is going to develop. And and I love Avasail Garcia. This kid was built as like a baby Miguel Cabrera. And here's my here's here's something for you. Okay, for your DFS players out there. Avasail Garcia. This guy is someone you need to play in DFS anytime the White Sox are facing a left-handed pitcher. Okay, Garcia hit 424 versus lefties last year. Okay, he hit 330 overall. He's in the batting race, right? But that's 294 of righties. 424 or lefties, okay? Anytime they're facing a lefty, Avasail Garcia is a DFS option. I like Abreu. I like Mancada, But I don't think there's much else. You know, I'm not, I'm not into some of these other guys. I'm not into Tim Anderson or, you know, some of these other guys. Uh, those guys are maybe back end or you're streaming them. You're finding them, picking them up on the waiver wire if you need it throughout the year. They're my fourth best offense in the AL Central. Third for me is the Detroit Tigers. Listen, they lost a lot, though, okay? They lost stalwarts of that offense. Ian Kinsler, Justin Upton, they lost them. So here, for me, it's close, to be honest, between them and the Chai Sox, okay? But for me, hopefully you get a healthy Miggy. And listen, Miggy had a good year last year under the radar. People, people think that Miguel Cabrera is fading, but, like, maybe he is. But if he's healthy, I, I'll put him up against, you know, some of these other aging stars like an Adrian Beltre or an Albert Pujols or something like that. I mean, Miggy can still rake. Okay, but here's the thing. Um, here's this guy might be a diamond for me, a diamond in the rough. You know, take a look. Take a look at Nick Castellanos. I think Nick Castellanos is getting undervalued in this industry. Okay, I think. Listen, when you enter your age 25 season, and that's the case for Nick Castellanos. Okay, you gotta look. I I like the drop in his K rate over time over the last three seasons. Okay, he's gone from 25 percent. Okay, which is crazy. Okay, to, to strike out a quarter of the time. He's dropped that down from 24%, 21%. Can he get it down to, you know, 15? If he could continue to work on that and the trend continues, okay, in his age 25 season when power numbers might go up, he's also going to be a better spot in the lineup, okay, with no Justin Upton there. Victor Martinez is, you know, a walking carcass, right? So I think, listen, last year, Nick Castellanos hit 272 with 26 homers and 101 ribbies. You don't think he can, as he... It, you know, this year, age 25, he can hit slightly more homers. If he drops his K rate, he can't get up to 285, get up to 20, 285, 29, 105. That would be sick. Nick Castellanos, okay? And here's the other thing, though, that's interesting about Nick Castellanos. Four years in a row, Nick Castellanos has had a Babbitt, who's batting average on balls in play, over 330 which is dramatically high, especially for a guy that's not like a stolen base guy. But sometimes guys just are good with bat on ball like that. Um, and Castellanos has sustained that, a BABIP of 330 for four years in a row. I think it's interesting. If he can sustain that, be good with the bat and drop his K rate as well, I think Nick Castellanos could be a diamond in the rough for you for the Tigers. They're my third offense in the AL Central. Then we keep it moving. Um, we go to Minnesota. Okay, we go to Minnesota. I talked about I, I talked about how long you lose uh, Sano at the top of the segment, right, for the domestic violence because of the shin injury. But this is a guy who's on the verge of being an elite power hitter. Okay, this is a guy we saw him over the, uh, last year in All-Star we, uh, Weekend in the Home Run Derby. Okay, he couldn't go up against Judge and those boys, but he was putting on a show in his own right. This is a guy who's done exactly what I'm talking about, Castellanos. In the last two years, 
Sano has dropped his K rate from 16% down to 10%. But he will be a big hole to fill for the Minnesota Twins at the beginning of the season, okay? I need to step forward from some of these other guys, okay? Eddie Rosario? Is Eddie Rosario really the 290, 27, 78 ribbies of last year? How do we know he's not the 269 hitter that got like only 10 homers and 52 ribbies in 2016? You know, same for me with uh, Kepler, Max Kepler. Same for me with Polanco, okay? With Dozier, like the power surge is true. Power surge is real. Like my man, you know, my man has, you know, 42 home runs, 34 home runs in his last, in the last couple of seasons, right? I believe in that. But, and he's up to two, hitting 271. But the thing is with Dozier, for me, and the, I guess it bangs the Minnesota Twins on this, but, you know, um, will he be a twin? He's always the subject of trade talk, right? So for me, you know, Minnesota's the second best offense, but there is a huge gap to the number one offense for me in the American League Central. And that's the Cleveland Indians, okay? Cleveland is one of these offenses. I think when we talk offense in the American League, we talked about Houston already. You know, we're going to talk about the Yankees and the Red Sox dueling out there in the East, but the, the Cleveland can stack up with them. And listen, and in ways you don't even think about, Francisco Lindor is an MVP dark horse, in my opinion. Okay, Francisco Lindor is going to get MVP votes this year. Um, he, he has indicators of getting better and better every year. 33 homers for a young middle infielder, 89 ribbies. He Only with a 275 BABIP, that's going to get higher this year. If he could pick it up, he could pick it up to 290. 90 stolen bases, 30 home runs. Are you kidding me? Lindor is in the middle of this lineup. Uh, and also, Edwin Encarnacion, second year in that system, uh, you know, in that lineup. This is a guy who has, you know, 35 homers six years in a row, okay? Um, in his second year, he's going to be in the middle of that lineup. Jose Ramirez, the quietest MVP candidate ever last year. He had 318, 29 homers, 80, only a, only a 10% strikeout rate and an 8% walk weight. Stole 17 bases, but check this out, 56 doubles, 6 triples. And don't get me wrong, in fantasy, we also love that uh, he's got that second base, third base, and outfield position eligibility. He is also only 25 years old. Like, these are studs in the middle of this lineup, okay? You put that with veterans like Kipnis and Brantley. You know, Kipnis and Brantley would be the, the, the two of the best hitters on the Twins. Would be the backup for Miguel Cabrera in Detroit. All right, you got and, and don't sleep. Also, Yonder Alonso's there to replace Carlos Santana. Remember, Yonder Alonso was one of these launch angle guys last year. Okay, I'm a, that's a dope offense. This is going to be one of the best offenses in the American League, and certainly in the American League Central. So when it comes down to my diamonds, I told you about Nis Castellanos. Okay, I like Avasail Garcia. Those are my diamonds in the rough. Garcia, especially that DFS value against lefties. In terms of Fugazis, let me tell you something. For me, it's Alex Gordon. I told you I don't like, I don't like that Kansas City lineup. He had 208 last year. He's entering his age 34 season. They lost all their support. I'm down on all of them. Merrifield, Perez, Soler, Gordon—they're all fugazi. I think they are the worst offense in the American League. Later on next week, what we're gonna do is we'll talk about the pitching in the American League Central. We know about Kluber, but there is more. Okay, when we come back, check it out. What we're going to do is we're going to come back. We're going to put the little fun and functional sports radio. We're going to talk a little Olympics. I got some other things to talk about. You know, if you listen to Stats Over Beats, Fantasy Freestyle, you also know I've been, I was on that Alley Raceman testimony. We're on this Me Too, this Larry Nasser, um, a related story we got to get into. Uh, so we'll do that when we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Speed has been a statistician. Come on back. We're going to, uh, you know, we'll have some fun. You know what it is. Ha-ha. <laughs> 
Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com slash box today. How's it going in there? Five more minutes. Okay, let's play a game. Two truths, one lie. We're not going to be late to the party. In the time you've taken to get ready, you could have been on your way to saving a life. And I'm wearing that tie you hate. We're not going to be late. We're 10 minutes away. You wouldn't dare wear that tie. And I can't save a life. I'm not a firefighter. Actually, I swabbed my cheeks last week. It takes less than a minute to get your cheek swabs. Register at DKMS.org and you can be a superhero by helping someone out. Since 1995, Real-Time Fantasy Sports has been the most trusted site in the fantasy industry. Home to an award-winning commissioner service and endless money leagues offered at a variety of formats and skill levels, RTSports.com is the only destination for the fantasy player who wants it all. Plus, RT Sports offers the most reliable and quickest payouts for any level of fantasy player. Do you like trades? Well, yeah. Do you hate trades? Yeah, sure. Want a league for just three weeks? No problem. RTSports.com offers it all. And to ease the gameplay for all kinds of players, we're optimized for desktop, phone, or your tablet, making it simple to play wherever, whenever. Ready to get started? Head to RTSports.com slash lobby to check out all the games we have to offer and sign up to play today. RTSports.com. Everything a fantasy player could ever want under one award-winning roof. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. It's your boy Danny Martinez. Speed's the spitting statistician. Yo, we got the stats over beats locked in. You can always follow me at Spittin' Speeds. Remember, we got the poll question up as well. Which do you think is the biggest uh, returning in player from injury in the NFL to watch here in the offseason? I had some couple of off-the-radar choices. Don't get it twisted. Don't forget about the Legion of Boom out there in Seattle. Don't forget about Dalvin Cook 
in Minnesota. But check this out. I got a, I got a, someone hit me up on Twitter and was like, yo, Dane, you're calling yourself more than the spitting statistician these days. And it is true. I've added to my AKAs. You know, a couple of people be talking about the AKAs. There's a couple of podcasts out there. I know one where the guys do the AKAs for about 20 to 30 minutes. We won't get into that. But um, I did add to my AKAs. You know, I added uh, the Stable Genius in honor of our commander in tweets. And I added, you know, the vocal minority. I like the double entendre right there as it related to the Stable Genius. So, you know, it is your boy, Speed Spin Statistician. Stable genius and vocal minority here on the Fantasy Sports Network. And this is what we do. We put the fun in functional sports radio. So um, let's talk about the Olympics because, you know, first of all, are you really into the Olympics as much as in years past? For some reason, I feel like it's down. I feel like it's down. You know, the Summer Olympics are the bomb, but the Winter Olympics, like, there's only so much ice skating I can see. But I digress. One of the sports I did love is curling. I do love curling. And by the way, you can check out curling here at Rock and Riley's. At Rock and Riley's, we got the curling uh, course. Is it a course? Is it a track? Is it a field? What is it? It's a curling, a curling court. I'm gonna go with court. Uh, they got the curling court at uh, Rock and Riley's. You can check it out when I'm at Studio 34 next week. But check this out: a Russian curler named Alexander Krushnoletsky. He got banned. He got suspended because he got caught with the PEDs. He got caught with the PEDs, okay? Him and his partner, who is his wife, Anastasia, Anastasia Brizgolovai, she, uh, they won bronze in the mixed, in the mixed uh, doubles, okay, of curling, okay? But my man Alex, he tested positive for meldonium, and that's a medication that's used to really, like, treat heart victims, okay? But this is the, this is the new kind of hot Russian drug. For performance enhancing. I mean, this is what uh, boxer Alexander Povetkin had, the heavyweight champ, the former champ. This is what Maria Sharapova got caught with. Also, okay, so he's going to give up his medal. They give up the medal, the Russian team, uh, the Olympic athletes from Russia, which is some funny stuff, right? You see them with the Olympic flag. They're not even Russia. They're not even, you know, they're the Olympic athletes from Russia. Um, you got to get that gear. Maybe they'll have an Olympic athletes from Russia starter jacket. You know, you could rock that. Um, but Norway is going to get the bronze in this. And this is interesting also to me because the IOC right now is deciding if it'll be cool for Russia to march under the Russian flag at the closing ceremony. They're like, ah, we'll see if we'll lift our sanctions on you. But if you're a good boys and girls, you can, ru- you can, you can earn your flag back. But after this, they're going to be stuck with that Olympic athletes from Russia flag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this wasn't, you know, good behavior. Or it could be like my man, the stable genius, the commander in tweets, and uh, not enforce the sanctions, not give a damn about the sanctions, lift the sanctions. You know, that would be consistent because that's what Russia's used to these days, right? But, yo, when we can, if I talk about the Olympics, what I got to do is I got to give a big shout-out to Team USA, the women's hockey team. They did big things, okay, um, after four years ago where they, like, were up by two goals with only, like, three or four minutes left and wound up losing the game in overtime. They did the reverse to Canada, okay? They came back in the third period. They went to overtime. They went to the shootout. They win the shootout. And Team USA wins gold in women's hockey for the first time since, um, I think it was, like, 98. Um, But this has been the matchup for, like, four, you know, times in a row. 
and Canada really got the best of them th- the last three times. So now uh, the U.S. coming back with a bit of revenge. So big shout out to them. One other thing I want to talk about to you guys here on the Fantasy Freestyle before I get out of here is, um, you know, I've been talking about this, um, you know, time's up, me too, as it relates to Larry Nasser, how disgusting I thought it was, how happy I thought it was that they, you know, kind of cleared out the board in response to this institutional problem. I talked about how I thought it was in poor taste with this paternal movie coming out at the same time. And you know how this is like spreading. You know, this is really a social issue that is on fire right now. And I think that is helpful, encouraging more and more women to step forward, more and more people to acknowledge the cultures. And this is in every industry, politics, entertainment. It's in sports as well. And another, another shoe has dropped in the sports world as it relates to this in Dallas with the Dallas Mavericks. Um, there's a Sports Illustrated article sourcing like over a dozen current and former female Mavericks employees who claim that in essence, the, the quote there was that it was a real life animal house when it came to kind of harassment of women and that the culture was a quote unquote open secret there. Kind of like, I guess, Harvey Weinstein was in the entertainment industry. Um, a lot of accusations coming out. A lot, um, Most of them are against the former team president, uh, Tredema Yusiri, who actually resigned in 2015. Um, but there's also complaints against superiors just in the office who knew and kind of either did nothing or, 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 you know, eschewed or scoffed at people who would um, come forward. With these kind of complaints within the Dallas Mavericks. And when, when you hear about the Dallas Mavericks, right, I think you think about two things. And the first is their owner, Mark Cuban, right? So first, I, I will say Mark Cuban himself was not accused of any misconduct whatsoever. He says this is news to him. A couple of quotes recently that came out, you know, he says literally, quote, this is all news to me. Uh, the only awareness I have is because I heard you guys were looking into some things. Based off what I've read here, they just fi- we just fired our HR person. I don't have any tolerance for what I've read. It's wrong. It's abhorrent. It's not a situation we condone. Uh, Cuban was described to be embarrassed and that he, you know, this needs to be fixed under his watch. You know, so they, they're saying the right things now. They're doing the right steps. But, you know, apparently this was running rampant for a while in Dallas. And, you know, just another example. But here's another thing I thought was interesting. I, I read part of this story. And one of the um, complaints uh, from a woman mentioned something that I thought was interesting because I, I I wonder if it's a little bit prejudiced against the players and against uh, other demographics. Check this out. One female uh, former senior staffer told Sports Illustrated, quote, I had a hundred of interactions with the players and never once had an issue. They always knew how to treat people. Then I'd go to the office and it was this zoo, this complete shit show. My anxiety would go down dealing with players. It would go up when I got to my desk. And it's interesting because it's almost like they say that, like, it would be a surprise. Like, what you would expect would be the opposite. That it would be the players who were aggressive or the players who were misogynistic. And I think that's um, – I, I, I latched onto this, and I, I, maybe I'm bugging, but I thought that was a little bit interesting – because um, almost like the assumption of the players as misogynistic given, you know, uh, the young, rich black guy. And, and I thought that was interesting because they had to make the point, like, that it was surprising 
that was the undertone I got. That it was surprising that the players would be more respectful of women employees than you know in the back office, where you know it were these what uh, you know successful kind of more of the Wall Street culture maybe the back end the the front office the white boys as opposed to the players, you know. So I thought that was interesting, but nonetheless, um, keep an eye on this Dallas Mavericks in this Sports Illustrated in this Sports Illustrated article. Um, the last thing I'm going to say to you guys here on a fantasy freestyle. And first, you know, by the way, before we before we close out um, with my last story here on the fantasy freestyle, I want to tell you something about one of our big or one of our main sponsors, uh, the folks over at DKMS. We talk about DKMS all the time here on the Fantasy Sports Network. You've heard me on the Fantasy Freestyle. You've heard me on Lineup Block Live when I was doing the show with the Tony Sincata. But check it out. Every three minutes, an American is diagnosed with blood cancer. Unfortunately, though, only 30% of patients are able to actually find a compatible bone marrow donor within their family. But that's how you can help, okay? Just go to DKMS.org fantasy today and sign up online. You can register as a donor. DKMS will send you a swab quit. It takes you legitimately like one minute to do. You swab each of your cheeks. You send it back to them. That's it. You're done. DKMS will then try to match you up with a person in need of a donation of bone marrow or something like that. You can save a life. The process is easy, but best of all, you can be this kind of savior. Okay, you play fantasy sports, but your fantasy should also be to help people. Okay, and you could do this, not metaphorically, literally, not in a fantasy world, literally. Okay, check out dkms.org slash fantasy to learn more and see how you can help. It's real easy. I know my boy, the Manimal, Chris Bavona, has done it already. We got to check in with the Manimal and see if uh, he's been a match at all. But I know he feels good about that you guys go on over right now to dkms.org slash fantasy to learn more the last thing i'll leave you with here on the fantasy freestyle this time around is i don't know if you saw this another you know we talk about like treatment of women but like think about also in college basketball these recruiting trips we're going to be talking about we're talking about louisville right now and uh you know this is also another scandal that got exposed that in louisville you know they were uh Taking recruits and, you know, taking them to the strip clubs or hiring these dancers that would do sex acts, basically prostitution for these recruits. And then, hey, yeah, sure, I'll come to Louisville. <laughs> That's, I, y'all showed me a good time. I'll sign my letter of intent. And this was apparently going on, um, you know, uh, with boosters and shady folks and stuff. But this has been this has been out now as a story for, you know, I think about a year now. But new this week is that they are, in fact, vacating their wins from a period of time, okay? And this period of time covers 2012 and 2013. They won the national championship in 2013, okay? The team went something like 36-5 and or something like that, okay? They went to the Final Four in 2012, but they are vacating the wins. So you know what Rick Pitino does in response? And this is really, you know, he's got some marbles, you know, for this one, okay? Uh, forget about it. Uh, Rick Pitino over here. Um, what he did is he, after this team is no, now no longer recognized as the national champs because they vacate their wins the 2013 season, Rick Pitino, the coach, gets it tattooed on his shoulder blade. Louisville 2013 champs with the record. Okay? That's the that's the way to stick it to the NCAA, okay? That's what I'm talking about. Shout out to Rick Pitino there. I tip my cap. He's a diamond in the rough 
forgot about it, all right? He knows about Don the Jeweler as well. Check it out. Um, that about does it for me here. Dane Martinez, Speeds, the Spitting Statistician. What we're going to do is next week on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to continue. We're going to continue to talk about the American League Central, um, the arms in the AL Central. We'll put a little bit more fun and functional sports radio. We'll have uh, my man Danny Otto down there in the Fantasy Pit of Misery. Ask him a little bit more about popping off. And we, we might go back to some of these uh, rapping athletes. We were doing that a little bit before. And uh, we'll give you all the news and notes around football as well. We'll start previewing free agency position by position. Letting you guys know kind of who are those free agent targets to really switch teams as we go into free agency and the draft. We'll be doing all of that. But, uh, you know, make sure you have a good weekend. Over here, catch up with the end of the Olympics. Remember to catch me up on the poll question out there at Spitting Speeds. What is the best injury return? That about does it for me. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Speeds, the Spitting Statistician, the stable genius and vocal minority. Hit me up on the Stats Overbeat Cypher, hashtag Stats Overbeat Cypher on Twitter. Download, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, okay? That's the best way to make sure you get me twice a week. That's how we're doing it with Fantasy Sports Network right now. Um, just subscribe on iTunes, on Spotify, on Audio Boom, and uh, you know, keep abreast. Hit me up, uh, send your questions, we'll get them answered on the show. All that good stuff, all right? Keep hot stats over the site, keep it so hot, blowing up like a Samsung 7. You know what it is, yeah.